Becca, ready? I'm ready. Tanya, ready? Ready. Here we go. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly, an iHeartRadio podcast. Oh my goodness, we are back in action. Thank you. <laughs> um, it really, I know I say this every time, but this week has felt longer than a week because I oh. haven't even talked to you this week. That's right. <laughs> well, since, I don't know, like Thursday or something, we haven't talked. That's Friday, Thursday, Friday, <laughs> Saturday, Sunday. That's five days. Yeah. How do you feel about that? <laughs> I usually talk to you all day, every day. I know. How, how was it not having me? Awful. I did a little experiment. <laughs> I like to do this. I think I've done this one other time with you. Yeah. Where I feel like, and I self-admittedly, I'm a needy friend, and I like... I'm always in wanting to hang out. And I always am like, oh, I want to go sweat. want to go there. want to, you know what I mean? Throwing out the things. And I go, if I don't text Becca, I wonder how long it's going to be till she, till she yeah. asks to hang out with me. Yeah. So day goes by and I was like, that's weird. I didn't talk to Becca all day. And then I was like, hmm, let's see how, let's just see if she wants to hang out with me. The whole weekend goes by, <laughs> not a peep. I was like, wow. All right. Yeah. Point proven. You're a player in the game. I created the game. (laughs) (laughs) So I really don't know, like, what's going on in your life. So can you catch us all up on what's going on? There's not a whole lot to catch up on. Okay. There's been some interesting things, but... Okay. Mostly, I started watching the show Dexter, and it's all I want to do. I don't want to hang out with anyone. All I want to do is hang around Dexter, my sisters, and Phoebe. I know it's harsh and it's, a, but you're, it's not like I'm excluding anyone else. Like it's just, that's the mental place I'm in. I feel like I'm a little bit like Dexter minus the murdery thing. Do you like Dexter or not like Dexter? Which was the whole like conundrum I had the entire <laughs> time I watched every episode. And I'm like, I, I love, love a murderer. Yeah. I love Dexter. But I think I love him because I kind of get, I'm not as like <laughs> empty on the inside as he is, but like, <laughs> you know, he's not, he doesn't get emotional about anything. And I'm oh. like, I relate to that. Which is why you don't text Tanya and try to hang out. It seems to me, and I guess this is in Becca's defense, <laughs> that this is kind of how she is with everybody. Exactly. Like it's nothing personal against you. Guys, friends. Maybe even family. Like no, if, I'm pretty good with my family. Like, like my if, sisters live with me, so like well, and they're the but same. If they didn't, would you text them and say, "Hey, how are you?" Yeah, but I worry about them. I think of them as like I worry about them. I could see what she was. I like know what you did all weekend. You had a birthday celebration. You hung out with Paulina and Sophia. You had a um, charity walk thing. <laughs> Yeah, I know everything. We don't have to catch up. Yeah, yeah, because you don't know what was going on behind the scenes. Well, but you only post exciting things on on social media, but so not I got like the potential potential love interest. Well, fill me in. This makes the podcast that much more fun. Oh. We get to catch it up. Everyone feels like they're catching up with us. This is why Ryan and Kelly don't talk before the show, so they can have it all happen live on the air. I love that. I I. Speaking of playing games, I was like, I'm not going to text her. We'll catch up on uh, podcast day and get it all out of the way there. Get it out of the way. Do you hear this? Get it out of the way. You know what I mean. <laughs> well, what, oh, Also, I downloaded Bumble again because I got bored. I'm on the league. Oh, 
<laughs> yeah, everyone was saying the league. I tried the league like a while back and it just was like. You didn't like it? You get like three choices and then you're done. Yeah, and you get like, like six you a day. You know, this is the sad thing is it's like almost like Hunger Games where like they, it's like six come every day at like 5 p.m. or something. <laughs> it's so weird. Wait, so I downloaded Bumble. No lie, I swipe. I swiped left like probably 75 times. Did not swipe right one time. I was like, I'm done with this. Deleted it. Oh, wow. That's fast. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't last long on these things. I'm very, I like instant satis- what is it? Gratification. gratification. So then I, everyone was like, try Hinge, which I tried Hinge a long time. This is not an ad, by the way. I tried Hinge a long time ago and it's like the same thing. So I was like, no, I'm not interested. Well, then a few more people said it. So I downloaded it and it's a very detailed process. Like you put your religion, do you drink often? Do you smoke? Like all this stuff. So mm-hmm. you're kind of matched with people who maybe have the same interests interest. in, in kind of the important things. And then um, I matched with like a bunch of guys and then I just got bored and deleted it. <laughs> oh my God. Clearly this is not an ad. <laughs> You didn't have to even say that. It's clearly not. I forgot that that's how it ended. I honestly, and this is me being very vulnerable, I feel like I really miss Robert this week. And I was like, compare every guy, I was like, eh, like, you know, it's like that comparison thing. Yeah. So that's that. I didn't have any, like, there's no. um, I'm sad. Why didn't you tell me this? Because it just like, I watched Dexter and I got over it. (laughs) It's so sad. Like, essentially, it's like. There's so many things wrong with this. What? First of all, you, you would rather <laughs> lean on a TV show than a friend. It's not leaning on a TV show. It's like it cleared my mind. It like distracted me. I didn't I didn't feel like, oh, I need to talk this out with someone. It was just like I get that feeling every now and Did then. Did you miss me at all? Yeah, but like I, I was kind of like, I'm not Inflection. the needy friend. So I'm like, do your thing. Like, if you want to hang out, you'll text me. <laughs> Clearly. 365 days of the year. That's what I'm doing. It's just what I have to just own up to it I know, at this point. but I was going to send out, like, an Instagram story today and just say, to all my friends, I'm not being distant or ignoring you. I'm watching Dexter, and until I'm done with all, how many seasons are there? Five? Six? Eight seasons of Dexter. Oh my gosh, that's wow. taking you months. <laughs> yeah, it's like you catching up on Grey's minus a few seasons. Yeah, but, but you like, remember how like you just couldn't wait to go and watch and see what your friends were doing. Of course, but I feel. was still social with my friends. Not really. You went to work, and then you. I feel like you went home and watched Grey's. I still talk to you. I'm down to talk. <laughs> I can't with this. Let me ask you this, Becca. Okay. Let's say you didn't do a podcast together. And Tanya decided to see how long before she heard from you. Would she ever hear from you again? Yes. Or would this friendship simply (laughs) wither and die? No, I would have texted her. I just knew I was going to see her and we were going to like rehash this whole thing. Okay. And I thought it would be like, it was going to be a thing that we talked about the fact that I didn't text her and she was like trying to play games with me. While we're on the subject, actually Jennifer has a question. Mm. Okay. She says, first of all, hey fam, this podcast is hands down my fave. Thanks, girl. I want to tell Becca you're not crazy when it comes to guys and relationships. I'm 26, most of my friends are married, and I truly have zero desire to date or even get married at this point. I'm open to meeting a guy one day that changes that, but I currently don't even care to try because I like my single life. You are not alone in your dating apathy. Keep doing you. Wow. That wow. being said, I don't have a relationship question. My question is for the both of you. When and how did y'all meet? Were y'all instantly best friends, or Ooh. did it take some time? <laughs> 
XOXO Jennifer. <laughs> this is a great topic. Jennifer, thank you, first of all, for saying that. Thank you for encouraging me in my non-dating adventures and my antisocial... <laughs> <laughs> no, she didn't say that. She just said she didn't have any. It is true, though. Like, there is, I do think that everybody fits into one of each of these categories, you know? Like, you're either like just one. Hopeless romantics yeah. by heart or uh-huh. just <laughs> whatever. <laughs> <laughs> or but this just is whatever. the thing. I do want to get married. I'm just not in a place where I'm like desperate to get there. Right. But like, I'm not someone that's like, ah, I don't want to get married. You know, I'm just kind of like, I'm not in a rush. Clearly, I deleted apps within. Minutes days, of downloading. Yeah. I did last on Hinge like a day longer. Like it was like a day I'd match. Had some riveting conversations. Um, oh, wow. No, they weren't. And then I just was like, this is terrible. That is funny though because I, I did talk. I did get on the league. I think it was yesterday. I downloaded it because I was like, I'm only on one dating app. Let's bump up that number to two. Oh my gosh, I could not have both at the same time. Like one was enough trying. I'd get and the. The worst part is I turned my notifications on and I was like, this is awful. Oh. Just like, I thought I was getting like vital information. It would be like, <laughs> I had something about Olive Garden on my profile, of course. And one guy's like, I actually oh. don't like Olive Garden. And I'm like, you're done. I'm like, <laughs> Bye. you clearly were not interested in me because you just made the worst mistake ever. Oh. Um, yeah. So. So how did you meet? Oh. Actually, so um, I met Amy and Tanya actually the same night, and we were in Vegas for the iHeart Summer Pool Party, and I was there with Robert and then our other friend, Zach, and I actually feel like Robert told Amy that he was bringing a girl from The Bachelor, and she was like, ugh, why are you even wasting your time? These girls are so lame. I didn't quite say that. S- a similar vibe. I was There's like, a- uh, who is this girl? Yeah, she like was like that. not thrilled about a bachelor. No, girl but then coming. I heard you were a number two. So I was, and my, I kind of, <laughs> I perked up a bit. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh a number, number two. two. That's pretty good. I remember I was excited I didn't know to number actually. 17. I was like, uh, don't waste my time with a 17. <laughs> she saw the potential. <laughs> because you um, were friends with a, a friend of mine, Crystal. Yeah, and she had told me about you, right? Yeah. I mean, because when I met you, I was like, oh, yeah, you're friends with Crystal. Yeah, I mean, we had a lot of mutual friends before we met, and so I like I knew who you were, and so when we met, um, Tanya wasn't the most like super warm and friendly <laughs> towards me, actually. No. Okay, we have come to the conclusion that I get so excited to see people that I love so much that people that I don't necessarily know, if they're around, they feel neglected. Does that make sense? She was not excited to meet me. Like, let's just clear because the I think air. I was and so then, excited to see whoever it was at Robert and Zach, maybe. Yeah. And I was so excited to see them. And you I were excited to see everyone at and that then, table. Yeah. Like, and then, like, my one of my best friends had just been in town from Memphis with this new guy that she was dating. So I was just like, all these, I just was like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, like, I wish everyone could see what just happened. <laughs> I was in, like, super excited mode. And, like, I just got into vague. You know what I mean? Like, I was just super excited. And she was just this girl I didn't know. So I don't think I was as warm and fuzzy to her as I am now. However, time goes by. We go to the iHeart Festival in Vegas a few months later. Similar feelings. Not super nice or not super friendly or warm. Then I move into the same building and still just a little bit cold. Not a whole lot of like warmth there. Wow. Yeah. 
So maybe I'm harboring some resentment towards those beginning days. <laughs> I think You're she's being a little. Yeah, I think she's being a little dramatic. No, but no, 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 I'm not. <laughs> a little bit. I'm not very dramatic. But so when did the thaw happen between? Yeah, the two? I don't know. I actually don't know either. Like when was the tipping point? I don't know. I mean, we we literally shared a wall. We were next door neighbors, so I think. But it got to the point where like I was seeing you every single day. Yeah, she would we get like, mad if my door wasn't unlocked. Yeah. I'm like, well, I don't sleep with my door unlocked. That's yeah. scary. <laughs> and she would try to barge in and it would be locked. This is what Becca does maybe. Like, I think that you just maybe, like, you put up this, like, exterior in the beginning and then, like, you make people, like, fall in love with you. Sounds weird. <laughs> I was like, getting very single white female <laughs> yeah. in here. Okay. Have y'all seen Ingrid Goes West? It's <laughs> you right now. No, I don't know when the I don't know when that like switch happened. I don't. I really don't know either. But you know, I'm really glad it did. No, we got really close. Yeah. But when was that turning point? I mean, I don't know. Like we could sit here all day. I don't. I can't remember. I can't remember either. Yeah. But then I think Sorry, we came to the real- yeah, I think we came <laughs> to the realization that we were like really um same morals, same values, same different versions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're like very similar in some areas and just could not be more different in others. But But you are hard. a really amazing friend and I've been struggling with that a little bit. I don't feel like I'm a super great friend. Really? Yeah, but I also like I'm aware of it and kind of just, I'm like, I, I don't know. I, I look around and I'm like, I have the best friends ever surrounding me, but I don't feel like I, I'm trying to figure out why I have so many good friends. You're a really good friend when it's like desperation and need. You're a bad <laughs> friend in like, hey, do you want to do something tomorrow? Well, yeah, because I don't yeah, like leaving my cool. house. And then you don't. I know. I'm just, I don't like to go play. I don't know if this is just like a season in my life where I'm like a hermit, but I don't know. I, I don't want to go do anything. I just am like content at home. You're a homebody. Yeah, but like t- you're a homebody, I'm a homebody. but you're so, you do social things. Right. I guess my concern is that I don't think people outgrow that homebody thing. They kind of grow into it. Yeah. So I have to. I'm gonna have to, like, like it's here to work. stay. Like yeah. Becca's right. like my eight seasons of Dexter. Dexter's done. I'm gonna have to like actually force myself to go out. I want to have a week where I like literally make myself do something every night or day. Why? Because I feel like it would be good for me to get out there and see things and do things, and then I can really appreciate my home. Then time. you just won't like it. It's like it's better to have a balance because you love being home. So do like two nights a week out, do something cool, and then do the home. Then then the home is more fun and the out is more fun. Yeah, but the home's always fun. Yeah. <laughs> like I enjoy, like I feel like you're a really like fun plus one. Oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. I can fake my way through anything. <laughs> well, before our guest gets here, is there any romantic news we need to know from either one of you? Tanya, I know we have a few things, but nothing good. No, nothing good. Oh, wait, good. but I want to hear out. It's... It's always good. If so remember that we were talking when Teddy was here about the football player that I was like oh, talking yeah. to. We were like, "Oh, hope he's not listening." <gasps> I don't know. I'm assuming he listens. He just went totally silent on me. Did you try texting him? I don't have his number. We were just communicating in the app. All mm-hmm. right. So that was so nothing from him. Yeah. Okay. But like, I wouldn't worry about that. So the conversation is just over. Like, what? It, what's the last? I gave him my number. Uh huh. And just crickets. Now, can, can you see like a check, check? Like, do you know if people read it or no? Not? It doesn't say that, but I mean, what app is it? Raya. 
Raya? Oh, you got approved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm waitlisted on that thing. Wait, how'd you get approved for that app? I don't know. They said, welcome to Raya. No. Yeah. Everybody gets rejected from that thing. Which is baffling to me because... You just got in. Yeah. What? Yeah. I've who, tried like three there's times. There's like it's a like, ton of celebrities in that thing. Uh, yeah. Guess who I matched with? Matthew Perry. Please say yes. Matthew Perry. No. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I freaking knew it. But, it lis- but listen to her opening line to oh, Matthew Perry. No. Oh, no. Please say well, nothing bad. It just, I just said happy Saturday. Oh. What's wrong with happy Saturday? Gosh, just so Do you have blah. to go first? Does the girl have to go first? No, it's like just whoever. Did he respond? No. No. <laughs> then he just did he unmatched. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't know if he maybe just deleted the app. Like, he could have just very well just deleted the app. But, yeah, I said happy Saturday. Yeah, right. and then... He maybe rolled over his phone with his car, maybe. <laughs> right. That's probably, probably what exactly. Yeah. I am, like, the girl from he's just not that into you. You know hey, what I mean? Like, I give literally... every excuse, but, like, oh, he might just not be into me. I'm like, oh, maybe he's his... unmatched with you. Yeah. Happy like, Saturday. the match just disappeared. <laughs> this is why I would never yeah, not do this. Saturday. I would never do this in my life. So you wrote happy Saturday and he's all nope. The guy's on TV 24 hours a day in every country in the world. You got to do better than Happy Saturday. What do you mean to say? I watch you every night before I go to bed. No, but I'm saying Happy Saturday is random guy. You need to up your game for Matthew Perry. Hey, how's it going? No, you would have been like, could this Saturday be anything? You had talked no, to me last week. I no. bet he's gotten so many of those. That would not have. I was just. That was just for my own enjoyment. That was really good. Um. Yeah. We got to do better because it's so lame. It's just like the conversations that I. I wish I didn't delete the app so I could read y'all some of the conversations. They're bad. Just so corny and like. Because the thing is, I think like you have to try. You know what I mean? Like it's like. I'm just laughing that you said happy Saturday to Matthew Perry. It's so It's bad. like people saying, you know, like, I want to, I want to, you know, I want to, I want to, I want to be healthy. I want to be healthy. And, then, yeah. and then they don't, and they sit on the couch eating, you know, mashed potatoes all day or whatever. You I don't know, eat mashed like, potatoes, but yeah, right. same. So it's like, if you want, if I eventually want to get married, I have to try dating and dating apps are an easy way to start the process so it's like you got to try but like man it sucks yeah i mean i it i lost interest very quick <laughs> i lose interest in everything very quick um what if they had a dating app for like dog owners i oh. wonder if they have one but i'm not i'm like obsessed with phoebe but i'm not like a you probably huge dog person right like you know, you, I'm not okay like, no, like, oh my gosh please bring your seven dogs over so we can play okay. <laughs> there is one tin dog Oh, no. yeah, is that real. for your dogs that's or for the t- owners? Tinder for dog lovers. <laughs> I mean, wow. <laughs> I have to applaud them. Did Tinder create that? It's no, like I don't think so. I don't think it has anything to do with Tinder. Wow. That seems like it was snatched. <laughs> um, can we read some emails? Are we doing well, that right uh, now? Yeah, let me do these quickies because I think the guest's almost here, but we have a couple that are kind of light and fun. Okay. Like Taylor. Yesterday, my friend broke some heartbreaking news to me. McDreamy is five foot ten. I love him so I much. I know y'all do too. So I'm wondering if guy's short or kind of short, is that a turnoff? 
I'll forever love Patrick Dempsey, but it hurts my heart to hear this news. I pictured myself marrying a tall guy, but at 5'10", is tall enough for Meredith. Should it be tall enough for me? You make my week a million times better. I love listening to y'all so much. That's Taylor. Isn't that sweet? That is so so sweet. How do you feel about guys that aren't that tall? You can go first. I mean, I love a guy that's tall and like significantly taller than me, but I'm 5'5", five five, so I don't, I do wear heels a lot, but I don't feel like it takes a lot to find a guy who's taller than me and even when I wear heels. Um, but I mean, it's he's McDreamy, like I wouldn't care at all. Yeah. I've heard he's, my sister said he's tiny though, but I think she just meant like. Like he's just Petite. small. Yeah. And the shirt that I want or one, I didn't want one. I bought it. I yeah. spent a lot of money on that signed shirt, but it was a small and it was like really little. And they said, that's the shirt he wore in the pictures that he took. And I was oh. like, wow, that is a little, I don't even know if I would wear it comfortably. Oh. <laughs> it does not. I mean, are you kidding? Are you kidding? Size does not bother There's me. There's no limit. Like, let's say it's Patrick Dempsey, but he's five, three. Yeah, no. Don't care. No, no, no. I do care. Oh, you do care. Yes. Five three is. I don't. Is he breathing? Send him <laughs> oh, out. Totally <laughs> kidding. Right. Totally kidding. So, what's your limit? What's Beck? What's your limit? I mean, I guess my limit uh, probably five ten. I feel like five ten because I'm five five, so I could wear a good five inch heel, which is really tall, and be at least level. Yeah. Five I'm seven. Pro- no, because you're gonna be taller than him at parties. Yeah. Not my. Not yeah. All right. I think I would just not, and it's it's not it's unfortunate, but I just think I would feel like less feminine or something. Yeah, it's true though. I think I'm more attracted to like burlier men. Right. Like, I like bigger. Like I like. Right. Yeah. I don't know though. I mean, I think I I think if you if you meet someone and you're just like into them, that stuff, you kind of it's like those things go away. Go away. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is from Molly. I love the short conversation about soulmates this past week. I'm on the same page with you in that I believe in different kinds of soulmates, not just romantic. I'm wondering, do you think Meredith can have another soulmate besides Derek and Christina? You mentioned in real life people finding another soulmate after their spouse dies. Would you be open-minded to Meredith having another real shot with someone else and new, not the lame and short-lived glimpse we got with Nathan? Love mm. listening to your podcast while I'm at work. If you're ever back in Nashville, we'll treat you to some Dr. Peppers. Oh, Molly, so nice. are we open to Meredith finding another soulmate? No, I'm open to <laughs> real life people finding. I believe in real people finding other soulmates. Meredith, I'm sorry, but Christina, I guess Alex is kind of like her person too. But yeah. like soulmate romantically, no, don't see it, don't want it. This week's Grey's Anatomy. It's back, by the way. It's back uh, oh Thursday night. It's called one eight hundred seven nine nine seven two three three. Is that the logic That's, song? Yeah. No. It's the National Domestic Violence Hotline. So they're kind of doing a logic thing, uh, but with a different cause. And it's going to be about Joe. With, yeah, Matthew yeah, Morrison. The synopsis says Joe finally faces her estranged, abusive husband, Paul Stadler, while Grace Sloan continues to work with the FBI after a hacker compromises the hospital's computer system. Are we excited? I mean, I'm super, I'm just happy it's back. Are I we happy with Joe plot the lines? Hacker, I like Joe I plot thought lines. That we I figured out the hacker. Well, we're still continuing with no, that. Okay. No, we didn't. Oh. Well, we think it's him, but it wasn't like, they didn't say that it was. We okay. just are assuming. We need to refresh from the last episode. Hopefully, it's a good previously in front of this one. Yeah. Because we need that yeah, after yeah, yeah. six yeah, weeks. Hopefully. So, as we're talking about Grey's Anatomy, the beautiful Katie Maloney just walked in. Woo! You know her oh from Vanderpump Rules. I like that applause. I know. Welcome. Thank you. You walked in in a very crucial time as we're talking about Grey's Anatomy coming back. 
Do you watch Grey's Anatomy? I did. I did a long time ago. I, that's what everyone. Don't know. ask me who's dead or alive. I have no <laughs> idea. Everyone's dead. There's only a few people still alive. <laughs> yeah, nobody that you care about still alive, probably. Oh, oh maybe one or two. <laughs> yeah, one. Or yeah. Two. Um, but you're on a very popular show. You could say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm so intrigued with um. Just reality TV in general, because of my experience being on The Bachelor, was so random and happened out of nowhere. How did it, like how did you get on the show? What was the process like? Kind of the same, random, random and out of nowhere. Uh, well, I had worked at Sir for a couple years prior. Okay, before I think even before Lisa was on Housewives, oh, before okay. Beverly Hills Housewives was a thing, and so just because I was working there, <laughs> that's kind of how. But but. They brought us in for a meeting okay. and they wanted to talk to all of us and interview us on like, who's your best friend? Who do you hate? Who have you slept with? Uh -huh. Who do you fight with? And, oh. and of course, when, you know, they talked to me and then they talked to Kristen who talked to Stassi. And at that time, you know, Kristen was dating Tom Sandoval and Stassi was dating Jack. So we were talking about our little trifecta of, of just drama yeah. and they were just like salivating over it. <laughs> so it was kind of, you know. Right place, right time. Well, yeah. I mean, you were like the dream cast at that point. It's Reality like, TV gold. I know. That's what I was yeah. going to say. Because, like, I remember just recently, even after The Bachelor, there was this potential reality show. It was like a fashion blogger type thing. And they were like, so are there any people that you have any drama with or whatever? I'm like, no. And then I thought, <laughs> I'm the last person they want. Yeah, well, that's the last thing they want to hear. Yeah. Like, I get along with everyone. <laughs> I really like people. I can find something I like about everyone. They're like, okay, you're done. Yeah, okay, We don't bye. want you. Um, but you're married, just recently married, right? It's been a year and but did they some just, months. Did I mess this up? Did they air? I don't. I'm gonna be honest. Like I don't. I don't have cable, so I only like see glimpses <laughs> yeah. of the show. A year's pretty new in, in a I wet know, marriage, but, right? Yeah. No, I mean, so so we got married in August of 2016. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, wait. Yeah. But uh, it, so yeah, so you didn't see it until spring of okay, last year. That's what exactly. I was gonna say. I'm like, yeah. that seems recent in my mind, but I guess in reality, you know, in filming world and right. stuff, it sure. comes a lot later. Yeah. Um, he's part of the show though, right? Oh like, yeah. Like, is it a, is it fun for the marriage dynamic or is mm -hmm. it make it a little harder? Um, given our filming schedule and how much we film, it's nice because we spend time together uh -huh. and we go on trips and, and so that, that's, that's nice and it, and it, and it reflects our real life, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, the, the whole having to share your relationship and share right. the drama and everything that goes with it that that's difficult but yeah we've we've been on for six years so we've kind of gotten through the first initial you know you kind of you want to hold back a little bit but you mm -hmm. still want to give right. everything but and now it's just nature yes yeah nature yeah. natural, natural. natural. but you just natural. be like why aren't there cameras around anymore once it's done <laughs> sometimes <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i know i remember like even right after the show finished filming i was like wow this is and i was only it was two months of or eight weeks and that was it you know and it was kind of like wow there's no one listening to what i'm saying or a camera lurking around the corner but where's my know? mic yeah. yeah where's my <laughs> mic like i have a bruise on my back <laughs> um okay wait so where are you from originally uh park city utah okay and then where's he from um he was born and raised in minnesota okay and then he had moved to florida to go to school okay 
Got it. So yeah, when he moved to LA, he was in, in Florida. Okay. So you went through the whole dating game in LA before <laughs> yeah. him. Oh, yes. We need some help in our date. Well, not so much me because I'm not. I'm like inactive <laughs> on my dating life. But Tanya is dating and in the process and her last. <laughs> it's just all bad. Just, she said, I just want your opinion on this. She's on Raya and oh, yes, she Raya. matched, connecting match with Matthew Perry, <laughs> Chandler being from Friends. And she, her opening line is happy Saturday. <laughs> Happy okay. Saturday. <laughs> it's not bad because I used that line not just on him, but I had matched with other people That's as well. Problem. And I sent it to all of them. It's generic. It That's is. the problem. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's something really inauthentic about the whole <laughs> dating app online thing. Cause but yeah, but what are you supposed to say? I know. Because well, everyone wants to put their best foot forward and paint themselves in the light. Right. And, you know, I, I don't know. I, honestly, now I haven't been single for so long that I don't think I would have any game. Like, everybody says to go to their page and see what their interests are and, like, maybe, like, throw that into the conversation. I'm like, that's so cheesy. That's every guy that I matched with on Hinge. It was, like, every conversation started because there was, like, they initiated something from my profile. But not in a generic way. You look for someone that strikes you. Like, say she's looking through somebody's profile and it says Dexter. They love Dexter. Mm -hmm. Then you text it, oh, Oh, my gosh, I'm I'm on season two of Dexter right now. And now you've got a conversation going. Icebreaker, I guess. Yeah. 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 Like okay. I put so Olive Garden and they were like, one guy's like, I love what's not to like about endless breadsticks. I'm like, wow. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So you guys are just telling me to do my, do my research love a little a good bit. <laughs> love a good endless breadstick situation. A soup salad and breadstick. <laughs> Nothing says romance. I know. Like that. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I don't Dating out here is tough. Like, I, I know. Oh, gosh. You got to kiss a lot of frogs for sure. But do you have, do you have like, is it one guy or do you have like a like a roster? Well, you know, like guys that like you know you're talking to this person kind of. Oh no, I'm no, like well, a zero. I'm like like it's like oh. yeah, like it's oh. like a negative at this point. Like <laughs> I got no well, so roster, wait, no burners, this, no this nothing. Is interesting. She met Tom eight years ago. So when you were dating all these guys, how were you? Were you just going out and meeting them? Was that your like mo? Yeah, I know, but I think that's this app thing is is. A challenge because you're. But how do you do it the old-fashioned way? I always say allow your friends to set you up because they've already been oh, kind of vetted sorry. a little bit. You yeah, know, they've I been like, I got this one working for me. <laughs> I don't leave my house. <laughs> I don't know. I just I feel like as it's these apps have made it convenient and available, but I think it's also presented a lot more problems and right. obstacles yeah honestly. because it, it gives people so many opportunities so if if one girl says happy saturday he's all <laughs> on to the next yeah. one who's gonna like, give me something bye. more than that wait you haven't suggested she go on like the bachelor yeah. is that not a place to uh, guys? yeah but if you go on the bachelor it's one guy first <laughs> yeah she, uh, and i'm so i can't even emotional. date more than one person at a time i couldn't i really couldn't imagine one guy dating me with like all these other girls around me that i'm like talking and hanging out with i'd be like Okay. Do you think, do you, are you into Ari? Are you watching this season? I haven't started yet. Yeah. I thing is, what, what season was Ari on? Was he on, uh, Emily Maynard. And I, I, I think I remember liking him, but also there's something I can't quite touch on that maybe put me off a little bit of him. I don't, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Oh, you can't put your finger on it? Yeah. Sometimes like if, if I don't like who the Bachelor Bachelor is, I like, don't want to watch it. <laughs> I, but. That's how I feel like a lot of people feel. I, but I almost, it's kind of bad because everyone that knows him is like, he's so great. I just, 
I like, like him watching a lot. him kiss. <laughs> yeah, he but, kisses a lot. I mean, hope I always think about like they always give the bachelor like um like a a breath strip to put on. Like he always has those handy because they can't chew gum or have mint, so it's always like a fresh oh. breath strip. And speaking of fresh breath, yeah, I was gonna say talk, you know, you know what gonna, they should give him a Quip toothbrush. Yeah, um, you have beautiful teeth. Kind Do you of. use a Quip? No, is that the one with like the rubble rubber rubber? Rubber bristles? No, no, I don't think okay. that's yeah. this one. Yeah. <laughs> no, so Quip, it's an electric toothbrush, and it looks like it has, like, a sleek design as if Apple designed it. Like, mine's rose gold and matches my laptop. So cute. Yeah, it's really cute. <laughs> and it um, has, it's not a super intense vibration. It's, um, you know, it, it, it for, for the more... <laughs> Every time Tanya tries to help me, it's, like, worse than me doing it. <laughs> The common human doesn't really know how to brush their teeth properly. You just kind of throw your toothbrush in there and just brush. But Quip... Yeah, I was going to say, Quip, the thing I notice the most is that I don't brush my teeth long enough. Right. Because it has, it's on a timer, and it also vibrates to let you know when to switch spots. So it um, kind of helps you learn how to brush your teeth the right way. Mm-hmm. It's great for the common human. I mean, I was I was gonna comment on that, but she helped me, so I was like, I'm not gonna be a smart ass back. We're all common humans. Does it also come with a disclaimer not to eat Tide Pods? Oh my god! Because gosh. if you don't know how to brush your teeth, then you're probably eating Tide Pods. <laughs> I know how to brush my teeth, but I was like, I'm not doing it long enough. If this is how long you're supposed to brush them, right. so it's really upped my um, hygiene game in that area. And it's a subscription plan that refreshes your brush on a dentist recommended schedule. So it delivers a new brush head every three months for just five dollars, and it includes uh, free shipping worldwide. And that was the other thing. Like I don't, ex- I don't change up my toothbrush never never <laughs> unless i have the flu and i'm super sick i'll switch it out but i'm like god i'm gross um quip not was anymore. one of time magazine's best inventions of the year wow wow quip. that's right i saw that mm-hmm. i just I saw that um, wow so quip starts at just 25 dollars, and if you go to getquip.com slash becca right now you'll get your first refill pack free with a quip electric toothbrush that's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash becca spelled g-e-t-q-u-i-p dot com slash becca um and so you have a lipstick line well it's it Is hasn't launched yet no no, okay, no no okay it hasn't <laughs> launched yet so I mean, technically it's in the works, but we haven't, we don't have it yet. But yeah. What's your, are, are you trying to do something similar to like Kylie's lip kit? Are you trying to do, or is it totally different or? No, um, no, it's not necessarily a lip kit. It's, uh, we collaborated with uh, this woman named Julie Hewitt, who's been a makeup artist in the industry for film, all that forever. And so she's had her line of makeup and her line of lipsticks forever. And she's oh, known okay. as like the lipstick queen. Like she's in a textbook for having like the perfect red formula. Oh wow! So we were so excited that she wanted to collaborate with us on on our lipstick. So we're gonna have two coming out. One called Pucker. One called Pouts. Oh so cute! I love uh, the names. Yeah, and one's gonna be a brighter color, and one's a nude. Okay. Because I always think it's good to have both in your bag because well, yeah. you can transition day to night, and it's just <laughs> nice to mix it up. And um. So yeah, her lipsticks are fantastic. She has a massive like cult following. Like if people are really into makeup, yeah. they know Julie. But um, yeah, we our our goal with Pucker and Pout, it started as a blog, but I obviously had like, you know, bigger dreams for it to turn into right. 
a brand, a lifestyle brand, and that's where we're headed. So, well, that's so it's really exciting. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for coming in and um, spending a part of your day with us. We really appreciate it. And um, when is Vanderpump Rules? Is it on, like, when's it airing? Go ahead and pitch it. (laughs) Vanderpump Rules is on Mondays at 9 p.m. on Bravo. There you go. There you go. The cult following. There you have it. (laughs) Thank you so much, Katie. Thank you. um, Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited about the lip line. It's, it'll line. be in the springtime. Okay. So stay t- I'll get I'll get you some. I know. I'll hook we'll, you up. Okay, perfect. I'll hook you up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks again. Yeah. By oh the way, God. did you see the tweet that we just got? No. What does it say? Uh it's from Caitlin Page Dunham. She said, How did people even know how to date before scrubbing in? Like this is a serious question. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> that makes me nervous that anyone's Taking our advice that serious? No, I think it's good. I'm just kidding. I love, I mean, I really do think we give some excellent advice on here. Yeah. And I think it's also like, I feel like, especially you, what your dating stories and the things that you put yourself out there for <laughs> and talk about on here is actually very relatable. Totally. Except that it's a football player and Matthew Perry, which is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, but she still said she treated him like an equal. She, <laughs> she said sure happy Saturday. Yeah. So did the same thing with Mr. Whole Foods. Did the football player say, did you say happy Saturday? I did. And he responded. He did and for just- a minute. Short lived. <laughs> it was short lived, but it it didn't. He didn't delete the app right away. Correct. Um, also, speaking of tweets that we got, we got a bunch with Teddy talking about fitness and health and mm-hmm. the accountability. I'm yeah. assuming you probably got a lot of messages. So about many it. messages. People really want to know and are curious as to like people just want workout routines, what you're eating. They just kind of want to know more. And you all know I'm. Um, my specialty isn't working out. Or eating healthy. But you know what your specialty is? Trying. Being at home. Oh, I oh. true. I do love being at home. And now I have Beachbody On Demand to help me along the way. Um, so Beachbody is an online fitness streaming service that gives you unlimited access to a wide variety of highly effective, world-class workouts personalized to meet your needs. So let's say one day I wanted to just focus on my abs. They have a workout that's literally just for your abs. They have a work that you can do yoga. You can mm-hmm. do literally any workout you want it's by all the different trainers um the guy that like did, 600 of them yeah, so it's, you it's insane and the, um you remember the guy that did p90x uh-huh. tony i can't remember his last name tony uh is it horton anyways he's on it and has like workout videos and everything um tony horton yeah yeah t- wow so knowledgeable <laughs> um but beach body on demand also includes extensive nutritional content so um it helps you with fitness obviously but it also encourages you to find ways to eat healthier which is also a huge part of what i need yeah um so it's the total package to help you become the total package this year um, it's convenient. You can do it on your computer or any device that you have where you can stream it. You don't have to go to the gym or schedule a class, which is my dream. Yeah, doing and, it on your own time is so key. Yeah, and like I can look disgusting doing it at home without worrying about anyone watching me or judging. Yeah, the good thing, I like for me, it, I get to work really early in the morning. So if I can cut out the like 15 minutes I need to like get to the gym or get to my workout class and you just do it at home, that's like more sleep that you get in the morning i'm all about more sleep yeah um your annual subscription is cheaper than a gym membership so it's cheaper than the orange theory class that i'm still paying for oh my gosh (laughs) 
Um, and there are, like Tanya said, there are over 600 different workouts ranging from cardio to weight training, yoga, low impact, and dance. I would love to see me doing a dance one by myself at home. <laughs> Might set up a camera just to... Yeah, I was just going to say, that's actually a pretty, pretty good video. <laughs> um, y'all have to give this a try. Right now, you can get a free trial membership when you text BECCA to 303030. So that's B-E-C-C-A to 303030. And you will get full access to this entire platform for free. All the workouts and nutrition information, all for free. Awesome. Just text Becca, B-E-C-C-A, to 303030. That's Beachbody On Demand. All right. right. Time for some... Email! Adriana says, Hi, Becca and Tanya. First of all, absolutely love the podcast. Look forward to it every week. Tanya, I'm pretty sure you're my spirit animal. Hell yeah. And Becca... I'm so jealous you can eat McDonald's and drink Dr. Pepper's on the reg and still look as fabulous as you do. Oh, what an angel. My question is, if, have y'all ever been in a relationship where you were with the guy for a few years and, he literally, and you literally thought this was it, he's the one, we are going to get married, and he was on the same page too. Y'all had even talked about marriage and everything, and then he ends up breaking up with you out of nowhere because he isn't sure you're the one. This happened to me with my ex seven months ago. For reference, I'm 26 He's 23. We were together for two years. I guess I just don't understand how someone goes from knowing you're the one to not sure if you are. Is that a thing? Or does age play a role in this? And maybe the marriage talk freaked him out. Thanks so much, Adriana. I mean, I've never been in a relationship for two years, so you might have to take this one. <laughs> well, so let's say, hey, Adriana, I know exactly uh, how you feel. I have been in this exact same situation um, where literally one day you're talking marriage, kids, um, family, future, and then the next day you're crying and barfing and it's over. Like the relationship's over. So I totally get it. Um, I don't I, I don't know how that happens because I was the one that was broken up with. But I think that um, you're never going to understand why. I feel like you're going to spend a lot of time trying to figure out why it happened how that switch happened, what you did wrong, what he did wrong, what you could have done better. Like you're going to be going, asking yourself these questions for a really long time. And I think the sooner that you come to the conclusion that you're never going to know why, um, the better for you. I I have a, this is different to me because she's 26 and he's 23 and they were together for two years, which means they got together when he was 21. Right. And I feel like that's really young for a guy to get into a serious relationship and then start talking about marriage. True. And so I almost wonder if he is kind of like, oh my gosh, I'm so young and I've, we're already talking about marriage and I haven't really gotten to like experience Live my, my life. life. And like, I'm not saying, I don't know, I don't know anything more than what we just read in the email, but maybe that's a huge factor in it. And maybe once he gets older and like grows up a little bit, maybe he'll be ready. I don't know. I was 21 and I was dating a 23 year old and it went a couple, about eight months, but I knew I was never going to marry this person because I'm only 21 years old. I am not ready to be with the person for the one person for the rest of my life at mm-hmm. the age of 21. And by the way, that's not to say that, um, that Adriana was doing all the marriage talk and he wasn't. Sometimes right. it's absolutely a two-way street, but then all of a sudden it's a scary thing for a guy. And I think it's a scary thing for anybody in their early 20s, maybe not, maybe more for guys. But that's what this sounds like to me, is all of a sudden he realized, oh my gosh, I'm going to be with this person for the rest of my life. And that's right. nothing against her. She may be fantastic. The woman I was with was fantastic. Yeah. It's just not, it's not his time. He's not ready yet. 
Right. That's it's, what I think. It's too. not you, Adriana. But here's what I don't want to happen to Adriana. For her to like be waiting around. Yes. Totally. Well, live your life and mm-hmm. do your own thing and don't question it so don't much. Don't let him keep you on the bench yeah. or keep you on a burner. Like, bye. Yeah. Go do your thing. Mm-hmm. And if things, if y'all come back together, right. then let that be, but don't wait on it. Correct. Shayla says, I have an interesting situation I'd love your opinion on. I'm a very optimistic, true love person, and I'm 26. I had a crush on a guy for three years in college. It was mutual, but I didn't find that part out until after graduation. I moved away. We stayed in touch, went on dates when I would come back to town. Finally, two years after graduation, he finally decided he was going to come visit me and ask me to be his girlfriend. First, we lived four hours away. Then he moved nine hours away. But I was smitten. This was my person, my other half, the guy I 100% knew I'd marry, no questions. After about a year, the long-distance thing just wasn't working. We broke up. It was the hardest thing I've ever gone through. Fast forward a year later, we have not spoken or seen each other since the breakup. However, I've been invited to a wedding in May that I know he will be at because he actually introduced me to the couple. I have a plus one. I'm single now. My question is, should I try to find a guy to take with me or should I go alone and hope that he also goes alone so we fall madly back in love? Yours ridiculously, (laughs) Shayla. P.S. If Ben Higgins is available and interested, (laughs) scrap this whole message and hook a sister up. I'm a Hoosier. That's so good. That is really good. Well, I don't know. I feel sad because... Like, I, I think I would be thinking the same way if I were in this position. Like, do I do I bring a date and, like, maybe it makes him realize, oh, like, I wish that were me. Or do I go alone and hope that he does he's alone and what if he brings a date and then I'm alone at the wedding drinking by myself? Right. In the I mean, she didn't say who broke up with who, right? She just said it ended and it was the hardest thing of her life. Correct. Right. Which makes me believe was, he ended it. I kind of feel like it was mutual. Like, the di- she said the long distance was too hard. Is it ever really mutual? That's a good question. No, that's a whole the other answer topic. Is no. Oh, that's a yeah, that is a good topic. Is it okay. ever really mutual? No, because usually if it's okay, the girl's idea, say, the guy's like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's totally. really a hundred percent mutual. I think there could be like seventy percent. The guy's like, it's just not working, and the girl's like, she's tr- gonna fight for it, but she gets it, and she's like, all right. Yeah, the odds of it being 100% mutual are slim. <laughs> like, never. Yeah, like, never. I don't think so. Anyways, what do you think? I think she should bring a guy who's a friend and in on what's going on here. <gasps> that's the best. I don't even have any follow-up because that's the perfect, that's the best answer. That way, she doesn't go alone. She should bring a gay, gay guy. Friend. A yes. gay guy. Yes. yes. Absolutely great. If you don't have one of those, then bring a guy friend who, like, or, like, a... Brother? I was gonna say cousin. No, not like... brother. Not co- I don't think oh. so. Because you don't, you you want you want plausible boyfriend. Oh, if, possibility. if he has someone else there. Yes, if yeah. he has someone else and he's with a date, you want to be with a date in quotes. This is just like my best friend's wedding, kind of. No, not really. But like Which she brings. Remember she had, with Julia Roberts and she has the gay best friend. Oh right, 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 right. Yeah, and yeah. she like tries to have him to make the guy, guy jealous, jealous that's getting married. But then he ends up like. Not marrying her, right? It's all just like not good. But yeah. Anyways, <laughs> but I think that's the plan because then if he brings a date, she has a date. If he comes alone, she can ditch her date because he understands and he totally. knows what the deal okay. is. Okay. So you you get one of your good guy friends. You explain the situation. Let him know, but he's someone you have fun with, so that if your ex brings a date, you're not just with some random guy that you're awkwardly 
while you're awkwardly pining over your ex. Yeah. But someone that you actually have fun with on a regular basis. And he knows that if your ex is there and single and y'all hit it off again, then he understands when you ditch him. And if he brings a date, you've got somebody to dance with. Exactly. There you go. Wow. I actually feel like that was one of our really best good solid cases. Yeah. yeah. Well yeah. done, Mark. <laughs> Checked and done. And Shayla, um, I think I think Ben's available, but not really sure what his We'll let him know. I we'll mean, let him know. By the way, Hoosier. Shayla also says, you guys are seriously my favorites. You inspire me so much, and I probably look like a crazy person because I listen to you when I'm running and I laugh the whole time. Isn't <laughs> oh, that sweet? I love that. That's amazing. That's yeah. what I like to hear. Thank you, Shayla. How are we doing on time? Well, we're okay. Here we go. How about this one from an anonymous? Oh. I love, love, love your podcast. <laughs> Each week, there is always a topic I can personally relate to in some way, shape, or form, not to mention that you and Tanya are so genuine and lovable. Hmm. For the past four years, I've been on and off with this guy that started off as my neighbor, developed into a really good friend, and turned into something that never really resembled a relationship, but at times felt that way. Mm. It started with him DMing me, asking if I would come over for dinner with him and a friend, and then the friend ended up not showing up. Smooth. Mm-hmm. When I went over, we cooked dinner, we watched movies, we ended up talking about our families, along with other really personal stuff you usually don't talk about with someone just after you've met. Shortly after that, we started getting more intimate, but never really established what was going on. Over the course of college, he would start dating someone. I would start talking to some guy. But if something ever went wrong, we would always confide in each other. It wasn't until three years into this, quote, relationship that I finally expressed that I felt strongly for him and wanted to be with him. Mm. We've had numerous conversations following that about a relationship and marriage in the future, but no action has ever been taken. The chemistry and connection we have is not something I've experienced before, and people have said that they always think we'll end up together which is why I've given this situation so many chances. Here's the advice I want Becca and Tanya. When do I say enough is enough? Am I falling for stupid games or is it about being patient? We've talked about the future, marriage, kids, work, etc. It all matches up, but we still fall into the on and off routine. The part that's weirding me out is that if he's telling the truth when he says that if we date, we would get married, then why is he not making strides toward that? If he never would have said any of this to me, I wouldn't have continued to do this on and off thing for the past four years. I don't like confrontation. So the thought of having a serious conversation with him about this makes me nauseous. I'm 23. He's 24. I know that's young. I don't like the idea of casually dating when I'd rather be with one person working toward building a life together. P.S. I'm a huge Grays fan, and I work in a hospital, so I love to pretend I'm in an episode of Grays. Wow. Relatable. Mm -hmm. I would, too. Woo! Um, My advice is I I hate confrontation, and I hate those conversations that need to happen in these situations, but for you to have any sort of clarity... And be able to move on, whether y'all move forward together or you move on and are finally able to do your own thing without constantly having him in the back of your mind, you have to have that conversation. Because it sounds like it's just been a back and forth game for about four years now. And I understand why you're tired of it. Yeah, I I think that subconsciously you having this relationship with this guy is prohibiting you from maybe falling in love with somebody else. So I do think, I don't think you can have the best of both worlds. I think you either need to actually date this guy and take it to the next level, or I think you need to not have him in your life. I do. 
you expressed to him, it said, I finally expressed that I felt strongly for him and wanted to be with him. If you can do that. Mm-hmm. You can have this You can have this yeah. conversation. That's a much bigger thing to throw out there. That's right. major. Yeah. This is, hey, what's what's happening? Because yeah. if this isn't happening, we need to stop doing this. Like, yeah. I actually feel like you you have like a power being able to bring that up. Like, I've told you how I felt and this is where I stand on this. I don't want to do this back and forth. Like, you kind of have, it should empower you to know that you can have that conversation and get an answer either way like whether he says well I'm just not ready I don't want to date then you can know like I'm moving on I can't do this back and forth thing anymore or he says I'm with you I want to have a relationship but the fact that you have the power to bring it up and say something should feel make you feel strong Mm -hmm. empowered empowered yeah yeah we need to stop wasting our time with these don't we? These on and off things? Yeah. yeah, they're hard. I mean, Robert and I did this on and off thing, and it actually confused both of us a lot more. And I think even though, like I said, I have times where I like miss him and like want his company. I know that the back and forth texting doesn't help either of us. So I have to know in my head if I'm like, okay, I'm really in a place where I really want to be in a relationship again. Until that point, I can't. I don't really have the right to say anything because I have to take his feelings into consideration. And you should take each other, like you should take your feelings into consideration and his because y'all clearly care about each other. Yeah. Also, I think this is similar to Adriana in the sense that Adriana's guy's 23, this guy's 24. Mm-hmm. Marriage to them is so far in the future, it's not even a reality. Right, but it's not even marriage. Like, just commit to me, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. But also, I mean, she's 23. I don't know where she lives, but if she's like in the South or something, she might be like, I'm well, ready true. to get married and have right. babies. But he said, if you and I if you and I dated, we'd definitely get married. I mean, that's a compliment to you, but it's also him expressing his fears. But it also is him like dangling you on a string. Right. right. Yeah. It's like, not yet, but like maybe it'll happen yeah. or it could happen. So. I do. I think having relationships like that in your life are dangerous. Mm-hmm. I really do. I have a friend that is, is in the exact same situation. And I think it's just, you just, you have blinders on, you know, and you don't even realize it's like subconscious. You think like, no, I could totally date. Yeah. I'm casual. Ha- it's yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's no, not. not. <laughs> uh, this is from Meredith, although that's in quotes. I don't think that's her actual oh, name. Oh, I She's love her already. Too. Wow. Becca, I've been a huge fan of yours since Chris's season. I'm also from Louisiana, and I got to say, when I saw you at an LSU game on Instagram, I felt the way you did when Ellen Pompeo was on your flight <laughs> and you didn't get to speak to her. Aww. I was heartbroken. <laughs> I'm engaged to an awesome man, and we're getting married very soon. Yay. Yay. However, his longtime ex is always around when we hang out with our friends. We all share mutual friends, but I'm not sure I can continue to be around her since she continues to say rude comments about our relationship. I trust my fiance 100%. That's not the issue. We both feel the same way. How do we tell the ex to scram without losing our friends at the same time, or are we just being too selfish? Love the podcast. I listen religiously. Let's call me Meredith. (laughs) Let's call me Meredith. I love that. Wait. I just love the word scram is so funny. <laughs> and I feel like you I feel like you use the word scram. No, there was there was like talk of scram like a, either on someone else's podcast or on my podcast like a long time ago, but we talked about how scram sounds like like an old person saying like you scram, scram you yeah. pesty kids. Skedaddle. Skedaddle. Yeah. Um I'm so sorry we missed each other at the LSU game, but that was a very exciting game. Um I don't know. I mean do you tell her that does do they tell her like hey we don't i don't know or do you just not even do you just not associate with her like don't even pay her attention but i think she's in this group of friends like if you avoid her you avoid the group right so here's the thing 
<laughs> With her eyes closed. With my eyes closed. With things like this, there's no conversation that you can have with this girl that's not going to be uncomfortable. So you just can't have it. You can't I, I have, think I agree. I think we always you, say that you need to be direct, but not in this situation. Yeah, no, you don't have the conversation. If you're all friends and you all and you have to see her in social settings, you okay. So here's what you do, Meredith. You have a cocoon. It's an invisible cocoon. When you're around her, you zip up your cocoon and you say, "No bad vibes, no bad energy, nothing is coming into this cocoon," and you just wear that every time she's around. And you don't let it affect you. And then when she's gone, you get out of your cocoon and you live your life. But you just, this is, I've done this before and it really works. It's like a force field. Yeah. <laughs> you can, it, Yeah. You're not going to let it bother you. I think that's yeah. really good you advice. You just have to not let it bother you. Because people have like, um, you know, like m- you might not get along with your all your coworkers. You know, like you might not all be best friends, but you have to work right. with them every day. You just zip up your little cocoon. <laughs> it's your happy place. And then when you leave and you're not with her anymore, you just, you're out of it. And like... I know it's so cheesy and like basic, but like just kill her with kindness. Like mm-hmm. if she talks to you, if she's rude, just either walk away or just be friendly back and don't even let it bother you. Yeah. I know it's easier said than done, but really it's like what the f- she's clear. There's some residual bitterness or something if she's making rude comments about the relationship. Right. Or just like, you know how like you can like laugh and be like, <laughs> <laughs> She's trying. You never have done that in your entire life. (laughs) She's trying to drive you nuts. Yeah. And if you have the talk with her, she'll know she wins. Yeah. And she'll just keep it. Don't let her win. Yeah. Yeah. Don't let her win, Meredith. So I have a Grey's Anatomy quiz. Oh. Because you you guys did ask me for a new one. Yeah. And I have one if you want to do it. I do. Because we need to do another bet like we did last time. Yeah. I want to keep the bet the same. Last time, uh, uh, Tanya won. Yeah. And therefore, she got to text whatever she wanted on Becca's phone. She chose a guy named Davey and texted him like, hey, I've been thinking about you. And Davey was like, yeah, cool. Like, it was, it fell flat. Yeah, it was very anticlimactic. Yes. So, we're going to do another one, okay? Yeah. All right. I want this to be really fair because Becca said Tanya's questions were easier last time. They were. So... They were just chosen re- at random. I know, but I re-listened like- to that podcast, and I was like, wow, <laughs> I really got screwed on that quiz. All right. So the bet is whoever wins can text whatever they want from the other person's phone, right? Right. Right. First, I'm going to give you a number question, and whoever's closest gets to go first. That way, you can't accuse me of choosing questions for one person or the other. Okay. How many people watched the greatest Grey's episode of all time, as we know it, also known as the Bomb Squad episode? In terms of ratings, how many people watch that show? How many millions of people? Okay. I don't care who goes first. You go. I want to say 4.7 million. Okay, 4.7 million. I'm going to go 5.1. Okay, it was 25.4 million. <gasps> what? <laughs> I was going to say seven. I was like, wow. <laughs> Becca's a lot closer. Well, she's closer. Not a lot closer, but she's closer. So Becca will go first. Wait, that, wow, we should have knew, no, knew that. We should have known that because that was like how many years ago? Ten years ago? Yeah. 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 Dang it. That's when shows like really got yeah. up, like 40 million viewers. And it was the prime. Wow. The prime right. of Grey's Anatomy. That is wild. All right. I have two easy, two medium, two hard. Okay. okay. Here we go. So that means Becca goes first. Okay. Or you can defer. Okay. Which would you like? I'm going to go first. Mm-hmm. What is Meredith's mother's first name? Ellis. Oh. Very good. That is the easy category. Easton, oh. could I get a ding and a buzz? Thank you. There we go. <laughs> Tanya? Yeah. Which of the original five interns was the first to leave the show? George. Yeah, baby! Becca, 
What color is the post-it that Derek and Meredith Blue. got married on? Blue. Oh. And Tanya, which two characters died in the plane crash in the season eight finale? Which two characters died? Lexi and Sloane. Very good. That's not right. He didn't die in the plane crash. The pilot died in the plane crash. No, he didn't. The pilot didn't die. Yeah, the pilot died. Uh-uh. Yeah, because two people died, and it was Lexi and the pilot. But Sloan died from injuries resulting yeah. from the plane crash. Yeah, he didn't crash. die in the plane crash, though. He said which characters. I'm not going to say the pilot. What was the question? Which two characters, characters. died in the... I should have said as a result of the plane crash? That would have been the correct. All right, I'm giving you both two points so far. Yeah. Everybody's okay. right. Okay, whoa. To moving up to the medium now. Uh, this is for Becca. What is the name of the bartender at Emerald City Bar across from the hospital? Joe. Tanya would not have gotten that one. Uh-uh. I can tell by the look on her face. <laughs> Tanya, what is Dr. Avery's specialty? Plastics. Becca, who did George cheat on Callie with? Izzy. Or, right, I should have said, with whom did George cheat on Callie? And finally, in the medium section... For Tanya, what is the name of Richard Weber's late wife who suffered from Alzheimer's? Oh. Mrs. Weber, of course. Hold on, I know. Hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. When this buzzer goes off, I'm moving on. Oh, my God. What is her name? I've been seeing a lot of her lately. For the steal, Becca. Adele. That's right. Very good. Okay, but so Mrs. That's Weber steel. is not actually incorrect. Okay, well. <laughs> okay, well then your other one didn't count either. So then the your steel. Yeah, I got to go with Becca on that one. Mrs. Weber is not what I was <laughs> yeah. going for. All right, so Becca has she five. Said Mrs. Weber, of Tani course. has three. This is going to really come down to it. Here is the five hard. Five three. How am I down that many? We had eight questions. Oh, because she got double on that. She got. She stole yours. That's rude. <laughs> All right. What is the? Uh, this is for Becca. What is? These are the hard ones. What is the nickname given to April Kepner by her sisters? Oh wait, Bunny. Ooh, was I'm a, sorry. What, what was it for the steal? For the steal, Tanya. Rabbit. <laughs> He's so Ducky. close. Ducky. 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 <laughs> Rabbit. <laughs> All right, Tanya. This is an opportunity for you. Here. Okay. Which two doctors went to Alcoholics Anonymous? Two doctors on Grays who have been to Alcoholics Anonymous. Dr. Weber. That's one. Was it Patrick Dempsey? Oh, my no, gosh. No, it was not. Who is the other one? Amelia Shepard. Yes, oh, very nice. Becca with another steal. You know what's so hard is I try to, like, block her out of everything because I, like, don't like her. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Six three, Becca. I believe she's already clinched this, but I'll give you the last Shoot. two for funsies. How did Meredith figure out that John Doe was actually George? Oh, that's easy. This is for Becca. Um, the mole on his arm. Nope. Nope, Tanya. He wrote it in her hand. Oh, he, what did he write in her hand? He wrote double O seven. That is right. Very good. So now I have five. You have four. Oh. One two. No. Three. Yeah, you have four. Four. Oh. Last question. So, mm, yeah, well, uh, this is for Tanya. Who was Lexi Gray's resident? Who was her resident? Uh huh. When she was an intern, who was her resident? Oh, uh, my gosh! Didn't she? Wasn't she like a roamer? <laughs> <laughs> she had a resident. She did. Uh huh. 
Was it, uh... Christina Yang! Very good. Yeah, Very well nice. Done. So we have a final score. Tanya, five. Becca, six. And Becca gets to text yes. whatever she wants from Tanya's phone. And we'll do it next week. I'm so excited. I have a whole week. <laughs> and I get to watch Dexter, which he'll probably give me some dark ideas. <laughs> 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 I'm learning a lot. Oh. Don't like text anyone that like That's weird. something sad. Yeah, I'm coming over. Start laying down plastic. Yeah, I'm gonna saran wrap. <laughs> Before we wrap, I have to read you this email from Mrs. Shandell. Weber. Was not like I feel like I should get that point. Back. I think that is so. We should have gone to sudden death, but it's fine. No, if you got that, then I would. You wouldn't have gotten your plane crash one. So you'd choose whichever point you want. You still lose. Both are reaches. Yeah. <laughs> Shandell says, my name is Shandell, and I'm an actually a nursing student. Hmm. Although I love the podcast, I must admit there is one thing that drives me crazy. I listen closely every week to see if you've changed it or not. When you guys announce the time of death, you always say PM. In hospitals, <gasps> everyone uses the 24-hour oh. clock, so there's no such thing as a PM oh. in a healthcare setting. I love the podcast. I hope this doesn't come across as rude. I enjoy listening and learning on ways to improve my life and relationships. I love you guys, and I look forward to many more podcasts. Right. So it's technically 15 right now. Wow. Yes. 15, 15. 15, 14. Right. Um, Thank you all so much. We've come to the end of the podcast. Thank you to Katie Maloney for being here. Thanks, Katie. And thank you to all of our emailers. We love you all so, so much. So, like... So much. It us, actually hurts. Yeah. it Y'all make our days giving us an opportunity to give advice and also keep our lives interesting because y'all have so much going on that we don't really have going on. And doing life with us. Like I, I genuinely feel like we're in this like big community of friends. I know. That it we really don't does. even know. It does feel like that. Yeah. But like we're getting to know because of the emails. Right. <laughs> All right. So keep sending the emails. You can send them to scrubbing in at iheartmedia.com. Um, I'm so excited about next week that I get to text anyone I want on your phone. I'm not. Yeah. That, it's very exciting. It could for be me. really good for you, Tanya. Yeah. I hope you use this as an opportunity <laughs> to, to help really you. help me here <laughs> instead of something mean. Ugh. Because oh, we'll it could really go dark. We'll see my mood that day. Should try Matthew Perry again. Maybe I know. He, <laughs> he deleted the message. Yeah, unfortunately, there's That's no true. going back there. I'll go on Raya and just like see who I match with oh. on her app. Not since I'm waitlisted. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah. Thank y'all so much. We love you, and um, I'm gonna call time of death the right way. Yeah. Time of death. Fifteen eighteen. No PM. <laughs> <laughs> Oh.